Welcome back to Throwing Hands. Uh, it's Jacob Janoski, per usual, and alongside me, Sandy Woods. But we got a special guest on today, uh, Vince Bichelle, lightweight contender in the UFC. Vince, how you doing, man? Doing good. How you doing? I'm, I'm doing pretty good, thanks. Um, so how's it feel to get that big win on Saturday? Uh, feels good, man. Uh, it, was, it was just that, a big win over a, over a tough, uh, really tough veteran. Now, so, you know, Jim Miller's very uh, – He's, it's notable that he likes to take it to the ground. What was your strategy in going to the ground with him and going ground and pound with him? Um, I just felt like I was a lot stronger and able to control the position really well. Um, I'm, I'm a good grappler, and, I'm, and anyone who has me on top of him is in trouble. But um, if – you know what I mean? If, if I'm given the opportunity, I'm going to take it. Uh, I'm not, I wasn't going to shy away from it. Uh, my coach was laughing because he always tells me, uh, depending on the guy, if I, he'll be like, okay, this guy's got some better striking than you. This guy's got better wrestling than you. And then, you know, me being hard-headed as I am, I just, I always like, will try to show him like, oh yeah, watch this. Right. And kind of prove myself a little bit. So I wanted to do that a little bit too, but just felt right. Definitely. So we're going to, we're going to uh, run it back here to the beginnings of your career. So how'd you get into uh, mixed martial arts? Um, I actually had like a bunch of friends that told me that I should do it a long time ago when UFC was first coming around and, uh, or starting to get like a little, a little big. And then, uh, I was like, nah, I don't know. I was working a job and then, uh, I actually got into a fight and there was this dude, uh, Mark Smith. He's who, uh, used to live out here in Simi Valley, but he was kind of hometown hero. Anyway, he was, uh, he was friends with the girl I was dating's dad, and I went. I was we were hanging out one holiday, and uh, I guess at a party I, I beat up one of his friends or beat up someone he knew, and uh, he was talking shit to me. Mark was kind of a big dude, you know, challenged me basically go to a gym, um, you know, start start actually fighting against guys who know how to fight and see how good I do. So I was like, all right, where do I go? Send me to a gym. I went there for a few months. Uh, big John McCarthy's ultimate. Uh, Training academy was having uh, fighting tryouts shortly after I started, uh, like two months after I started even training. And then uh, I made, I tried out for the fight team, made the fight team, and kind of just stuck with it. And here I am. All right. So, so you go, Daniel. Okay. Uh, what I was just going to say is you, you kind of started out uh, with a strong amateur record. And then your first two years after you turned pro, seven straight wins, all knockouts within the first two rounds. Uh, before you got to the ultimate fighter, that's, that's a ton of momentum to start your career off with. What was that feeling like? Uh, it was, it was honestly a feeling of indestructible, but, uh, I think that's what, I think that's what led to my first loss ultimately. So you get to the ultimate fighter, you're on uh, team cruise. What are some of the things that you learned in the tough house and with uh, Dominic Cruz? Like what, what have you taken away that you still use today? Um, a lot of stuff, actually. A lot of training regimens, um, some footwork drills that Dominic uh, used to show me and show uh, some of the guys. Um, 
things of that nature. You know what I mean? Um, I still cut weight uh, using some of their, some of the techniques that they showed me. Um, just a few little, just little tips and tricks. You know what I mean? Like just stuff that I already know how to do, but to make it a little bit better, you know? Uh, but just little things like that. So you go to the t tough tournament, you, you make it to the semifinals and you use, lose to Ali Akinta. What'd you learn in that tournament that you still keep with your fight game today? Man. I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about uh, fighting. Um, I learned a lot about uh, about not pulling the trigger uh, in that loss of bow. Kind of sucks. I could have. I feel like I could have won that. You know what I mean? We all say that, but uh, man, just kind of a learning lesson. You know, it was. It was actually really. It was a really fun experience. I had a lot of fun. I met a lot of cool guys. Everyone on that show was actually really awesome, really cool. We didn't have any issues, really, um, being in the house. Um, but I just, uh, I don't know, man. I just, the, the biggest thing I took away from it was feeling like, feeling like being at home, man. Like, the whole fight life and, and living with the boys and doing stuff like that. Like, it's just the kind of life that I, just kind of life that I've always loved. So then you, you come out. And you go into your, your proper UFC uh, debut in December of 2012. And you end up, uh, like you said, with a loss there against uh, Rustam Kabalov. Uh, despite the result of that fight, stepping out uh, into the octagon, live audience, the whole deal, what, what's going through your head as you're, you're getting your name called uh, for your UFC debut? Honestly, like so many things, I probably couldn't even pinpoint any of them for you. I was thinking about, uh, <laughs> I was thinking about like my cats at home. I was thinking about my girlfriend at the time. I was thinking about like my car. I was thinking about like a lawsuit I was going through. Um, you know what I mean? I was thinking about money. I was thinking about, I was thinking about so many different things. I was thinking about my opponent. Thinking about how many people were there. Like, just kind of flipping out, like, come in the UFC, like, this is nuts. This is pretty nuts. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? All right. So after that fight against uh, Kabbalah, you stream together a couple wins. And after the win against uh, Andrew Kwani, uh, you tear your labrum and your bicep. What was your uh, thoughts after that injury? Like, where did you think your career direction was going? Honestly, I thought I was going to have to quit fighting after that fight with Andrew Kwani. Um, in the first 30 seconds of that fight, he hit me with a, with a straight right, and he ended up uh, fracturing my orbital right here, giving me instant, like, instant double vision. Um, that whole fight that I fought in Jaquani, I had double vision. I had double vision for like another year after that, up, like from that point on. And then uh, I actually pulled my shoulder and my bicep at work. I used to have a regular job working for AAA. I would drive around in like battery van and uh, sell and install batteries. So I had a day job too. Uh, but I was doing that, and I was changing a tire, and I ended up hurting my shoulder, pulling my bicep, needed surgery. It turned into a huge ordeal uh, because of fighting. They were trying to blame it on fighting, and luckily, like, my face was broken, so I hadn't been in the gym for, like, six months because I fought in 20 in, uh, was, it, was it May or June? May. It was May. Memorial Day, I think. It was Memorial Day fight. But, uh, 
yeah, so luckily that saved me because I couldn't, like, I had double vision. I wasn't in the gym. But then uh, I had a lot of other things that kind of kind of tore me down at that point, too. I was supposed to get married uh, that year, 2015. I didn't uh, end up, me and my uh, fiance ended up splitting up. Um, I had my injury. Uh, I had my double vision for a long time. I went through a lot of, like, pretty tough shit. And uh, kind of stepped away a little bit, but without stepping away, I was still in the gym training. Um, just to kind of keep myself, keep myself going, keep myself on an even keel, right? But uh, it, it was a, definitely a tough time, and I kind of just spent some time on just myself and relaxing. That's why I was gone for that that much. I was gone for like three years because of that. What was that rehab process like? Honestly, it was pretty painful because uh, the company that I worked for, AAA, there was a new manager there, and. Uh, this new manager was basically trying to get rid of everyone that worked there and so he could hire his friends and a couple people remained he couldn't get rid of like me and my brother and a couple other guys but uh he was he's he's kind of the reason why it took so long uh i was having a lot of issues with workman's comp and them uh paying paying me paying for my medical stuff uh being able to see the doc because they weren't approving it because he was he was trying to get me i don't know i don't know what he was doing but he was basically telling <laughs> workman's comp the whole time that I'm fully healed I'm training even though I just got out of surgery I had just been out of a sling and I have I had literally like a zero pound weight lift uh restriction on my right arm because of my bicep like I wasn't allowed to lift five pounds anything over five pounds for six months because of my bicep jeez that's guy, yeah and this guy was in workman's comps ear telling them that I'm fully healed and I'm training and all this other stuff and I had honestly no idea where he even got this information from well, let's let's move on from the injury a little bit and kind of break down your return to the UFC. Uh, it's it's fight night, Lewis versus Hunt from from June 2017. You come back against Damian Brown over a three year layoff. Go down to New Zealand. He's from Australia. He's basically uh, got got the the home court advantage, so to speak, in this one. And you come out and knock him out in the first round. Going into that fight, what what was your mindset? And once you got into the octagon, what were you able to capitalize on? Um, that that fight, I was super concentrated. It, it had been a while. Um, I felt like I felt I was due one. So I trained really hard for that fight. Honestly, probably harder than I have for any other fight that I've ever trained for. And uh, I was feeling really sharp with my striking. Um, that's when I was... So that, that's the fight that I was coming back from, from me uh, having this injuries, these injuries. But uh, I was in the gym the whole time practicing my striking, practicing on movement, working, uh, combos, things like that. So that's basically what you saw when I fought Damian Brown was three years of, of me practicing uh, my striking and, and setups to get someone to, to fall into a trap. But that was, that was a good comeback fight for me. That felt good to, to be back and kind of uh, feel like I'm, I'm back from the dead, so to speak, because I've been gone for such a long time. So after that uh, Damian Brown fight, you uh, fight Greg Gillespie, you, you lose, but then you, uh, you, you're on this two-fight win streak now, and you've beaten a very, uh, a very highly touted prospect in R R R ah, Roosevelt Roberts. Um, coming out of that fight uh, against Gillespie, where were you thinking your career was going to go? Um. Honestly, that was just Gillespie was just was just a speed bump to me. That's all it was. Um, I had a bad night. He capitalized on on mistakes, and uh, you know it won it won the fight. Um, 
when I'm on, I'm on. But I mean, you know, I guess everyone could say that, right? I came out of that fight just ready to, ready to, ready to get revenge for that last loss. <laughs> it's basically how, how to put it. Um, I didn't care who I fought. I was actually surprised to give me Roosevelt because he was an undefeated fighter. He's on a tear, and uh, I had just coming off a loss. So um, I was like, all right, cool, I'll take it. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, so coming to this Jim Miller fight, what was your mindset? Damn, it was basically, holy shit, I get the Jim Miller now, but <laughs> it's on short notice. This is super short notice. How long so was how long was your notice? I found out about it on the 3rd. fought the 15th. It's like 12 days, 13 days. Almost two weeks. What, what is kind of uh, – obviously, there's a, a lot of chaos that goes, around, goes along with taking fights on short notice. Uh, but is there a, a certain way you look at things like that? Obviously, you have to change the way you do things with your camp and everything. But uh, – in terms of mentality, do you try to look at it in a more determined way or do you just take it as a normal fight with just a little bit less time to prepare? Um, well, it was Jim Miller, so I didn't really take it as a normal fight with less time to prepare. All I really did is once I found out, um, I mean, I've, I've been training. I've been looking for a fight. Um, so I'm not really surprised uh, at the short notice thing because I was kind of – I mean, I told them, like, at the short notice, let me know who it is. Otherwise, just take a fight and then let me know later, right? But um, it was Jim Miller. So right when I found out, I had to practice certain things. Um, one thing was guillotine defense, uh, arm bar defense, leg lock defense. Those are the three major things. Um, and then practicing my wrestling and my takedown defense. Um, I felt good on top. I knew if I got on top of him, I'd be able to control him. Um, I'm strong as shit, man. Like I'm, I'm a hard person to deal with grappling wise. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was just like, holy crap. I got to practice these things. I don't want to get caught. Jim Miller's a fireball in that first round. And that was what we were worried about was possibly getting caught in some sort of submission while we weren't sweating. And like, you know what I mean? We're both fresh and he's got that real pole power. still, you know, so were there any, uh, troubles with your training because of this COVID-19 time? leading up or anything? Um, I wouldn't say troubles, but uh, it, it was it was a little trickier than it, than it honestly should be. Um, we're living in a really crazy time right now to me, and I honestly don't understand what's going on in the world. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it slowed me down a little bit, but n nothing uh, – it, it didn't really change. It wouldn't change the outcome of the fight either way, honestly. I would have I been having the same amount of training I did. I have a lot of uh, support from a lot of friends that are – in the fight game and, you know, coaches and, and gyms and things like that. So I usually uh, always have a friend that's around that I can, I can lean on when I need to. You heard a lot, uh, at least on the broadcast uh, from this past Saturday, a lot of the announcers saying this is, this is your kind of the, the biggest, not necessarily the biggest win, but the best performance that a lot of people think you've had since you were on the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, is, is that something you think has come along just as you've progressed over the years? Or is this, is this something uh, that, that you think you've been doing the whole time? Um, this, is, this is something that people just haven't realized about me because I've never, I've never done it right. Most of my fights, uh, I, prefer, I prefer striking battles. So... Um, 
You mean the one, the two fights that I lost were grappling, were just straight grappling battles. Um, but like typically my fights, I like to, I like to strike. Um, I don't mind. It's not that I don't like grappling. I don't mind grappling. I do love grappling, but it's just not really, uh, I don't know. Not, nothing sometimes as exciting as like standing up and just throwing punches. Yeah. So, so you've beaten Jim Miller. What's next for Vince Michelle? Um, I don't know. I uh, told uh, Shelby that uh, just let me heal up from my bumps and bruises. Um, and I'll get back in the gym and then we'll talk. He's like, cool. Let me know when you're in the gym and we'll talk. I don't really have a name or anyone that I'm looking to fight or want to fight. Uh, just kind of going to see who, who's available for a fight and uh, go from there. All right. Uh, Danny, you got anything else? That, that covers it, man. All right, Vince, where can the people find you on social media? Uh, all my social media is the same from Help a Shell, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I have a Twitch channel too. Uh, it's all from Healthy Show. All right, guys. Uh, that'll do it for us right now. Vince, we want to thank you for coming on, man. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Vince Pichel, everybody. Well, guys, Daniel and I aren't done. We're going to go over some news. Uh, so, Jan Blockwood's Dominic Reyes' light heavyweight title. What do you think about that? Uh, I think it'll be a really good fight. These are two guys that have kind of defined themselves as the the two guys behind John Jones in this division. And uh, as anybody that keeps up on mixed martial arts is going to know, John Jones has vacated the UFC light heavyweight title. He's, he's looking to take a step up towards uh, heavyweight. There was some discussion. He might get Derek Lewis, but uh, Derek Lewis and Curtis Blades is a fight that's officially been made. So that's off the table for now. Uh, I like uh, the Reyes Blockowitz matchup. I think this will be a really good fight and it's coming up quick at UFC 253. I'm really excited for this. And, it, and honestly, I think it helps build that 253 card. I, I liked it off the bat, but this makes it even heavier. Oh, yeah, it definitely does. Two uh, title fights. I think it'll, it'll just be a straight kickboxing match between these two guys, uh, Blockwitz and uh, Reyes. It's it's going to be one hell of a fight. And the, you and I talked about this a little bit yesterday. Well, we texted about it anyway. Uh, Jones to heavyweight is a scary, scary prospect. He He's already said he's, good, he's starting to gain weight. And he walks around at 230 already. He's going to be walking around at 250, 255 for heavyweight. What are your thoughts on this move? With John Jones? Yeah. Um, I think it's something that has probably been in the works for a while. He's dominated light heavyweight uh, almost exclusively outside of a couple of fights. And he's got nothing left to do there. Uh, a super fight with Israel Adesanya possibly could have been in the works, but Honestly, that's something that, that can be made at a later date. And John Jones easily could, I would say, cut weight to get down to get, get down to light heavyweight and Israel Adesanya could meet him there. So a step up to heavyweight, I think, is certainly something that has probably been planned for a while in the back of his mind. And he sees no competition left for him at light heavyweight. And this in his eyes is the time to step up. That's, that's fine by me. Yeah, I don't blame him. I mean, people are saying, oh, you got to fight Reyes again. He has nothing to prove in this light heavyweight division anymore. Yeah, he, it was a, you could argue Reyes won that fight, but there's just nothing else for him to prove. And uh, on to another thing, Dana White said Nganu is getting the next title fight, which uh, you and I can both agree that he definitely deserves. Yeah. Um, but what I'm worried about with Nganu is what's, he hasn't really proven all that much since the Miocic fight. Yes, he can knock people out, but no one is trying to shoot at him. Uh, 
besides Stipe Miocic. So what do you think the outcome of this fight uh, could be? It's, I don't know, I, I see more of the same happening. But between Stipe and Ngannou, you mean? Yeah. I think, I think Stipe probably wins that fight, uh, but you never know because the dominance that is brought to the table uh, from Francis Ngannou, especially recently, is out of this world. He's, he's a guy that I think is still a future champion uh, by all means. Uh, but I would agree. I think Stipe still probably has the edge. Stipe is the greatest heavyweight of all time, and I don't think he's going to lose that crown anytime soon. Yeah, nor do I. Until he meets John Jones, I think. But we'll see what happens there. Um, do you have anything else that you want to discuss? Uh, nothing really really jumps straight to mind. There's reports. I talked about Adesanya and, and Jones. And there's actually reports coming out now that Israel Adesanya is willing to chase John Jones up to heavyweight which would just be a real freaking weird fight because, yeah, this is a quote from Israel Adesanya. He said, 100%, it doesn't change my plans. My plan is still going forward as planned. So, yeah, the same thing. Look how long it took him to move up to heavyweight finally. Like I said, he was expecting me to do it straight away when I hadn't even defended my belt yet. I have defended my belt twice now. I want to defend it a few more times and then do what I set out to do. So... Apparently, Israel Adesanya is willing to fight John Jones at heavyweight, yeah. which is an interesting proposition. Yeah, it is an interesting proposition. And did you see what Adesanya said to Jones uh, or something like that? He said, uh, do some squats. Your legs are like chopsticks. And I don't think really is the, Israel Adesanya has much to talk about. Yeah, he doesn't have room to talk about skinny legs. <laughs> he really That's, doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, that, that – oh, it's like you can't talk. <laughs> it's – yeah, it's but John Jones at heavyweight is a scary proposition for this uh, division. Did you watch uh, the Contender Series last night? Uh, again, I'm behind on it. Uh, I got caught up doing some other things last night, but I will. I plan on catching up with it either today or tomorrow. All right, cool. Uh, so if you don't have anything else, you have anything else? Uh, just the two the uh, medical suspensions from 252 have come down. Uh, nothing, nothing major outside of Sean O'Malley, uh, who could be facing a suspension up until February of 2021, depending on uh, observation of his ankle by an orthopedic doctor. Uh, there's, there's some other things that, that there are to look at. Uh, Stipe uh, and Daniel Cormier actually both uh, need to have their eye checked out. Cormier could be done. Uh, obviously, we think Cormier is done for good, uh, but he has to have that left eye cleared uh, or he'll have no competition until February as well. Uh, otherwise, uh, not a ton that sticks out. Uh, no, no major news on that front other than two guys that we knew had injuries already. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, that'll do it for us today. Uh, you'll see us tomorrow for the Edgar versus Munoz fight card preview. Uh, thanks for coming back on, Daniel, per usual. Yes, sir. And we will see you guys next time.